Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, novices and dedicates. I know I usually do the obscenity warning, but I thought I'd let Indy do it this week. Be warned, there is some uh, there is some comments that you might be worried about. Do not listen around small children or the elderly. <laughs> Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're talking about Chapter 6 of Triss's book. So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drinking choice. And let's ruin a pirate's day. In this chapter, Triss goes out on the wall and there is this storm that's coming in that's not a real storm she convinces the guard to listen to her and the captain and they're like yeah she's right so then the next morning Frostpine goes to Daja and he's like okay we have this giant chain that keeps out pirates and stuff and I need to go strengthen it. And you are literally the only other person who has the ability to do this. So they go and we discover that she's not fond of horses and Frostpine is not fond of boats. I kind of feel bad for Frostpine. <laughs> he, he has not acquired his sea legs yet. And they use a piece of the spell net to protect them as they go fix the chain. But they're basically doing this right under the pirates' noses. While this happens, black boxes start floating toward them. And Frostpine says, be like a bellows and blow the box away. Daja uses her magic to blow the box in the other direction. The boxes hit each other and there's a big boom. 
See, I was actually a little confused about that because they do hit each other. They end up kind of circling each other and then they end up hitting where the other box was going anyways. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so it was, it was kind of a interesting uh, trajectory they took, I guess. Yeah, well, they blow some stuff up, including part of the harbor wall, I think. Mm-hmm. But it also, part of the debris or something, hits this storm illusion so there is no more illusion magic and there are definitely a lot of pirates there's a fuck ton of pirates a shipload of pirates (laughs) and then they shoot catapults at the tower and one of the shots hits one of the hidden ships that was on like protecting the wall and then there's a lot of dead people everywhere the kids also kind of their connection comes back into play because they're all like trying to te- check on Daja. And Daja's like, no, not right now. I'm fuck off, guys. <laughs> I'm busy. So part one is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter. What did you guys like or not like? My favorite part was Dasha using her magic in a way I wasn't expecting. Because in all her previous magical usage, it's all been kind of with the metal and heat. Mm-hmm. It's all been very focused on that. But this time, it's interesting to hear um, Frostbind say, imagine yourself as a bellows and blow it away. It kind of opens up the possibilities to her power. And I think kind of gives you some glimpse at what some of the other kids might be able to do in the future as well. Really broadening that horizon of the possibilities that they can do. Well, I have several. <laughs> like I, have I also have several. <laughs> see how many of them are the same as yours. The first one isn't really a like. It just made me sad when Daja woke up and she oh. was sad about the dream she was having. Well, uh, there's one. <laughs> <laughs> And she thought her brother was messing with her, and she woke up. So that was really sad. The next part that I liked was when Daja was leaving. Daja kissed Lark on the cheek and looked at Rose Thorn. Auburn-haired Dedicate glared at her. There is no need to get emotional, she informed Daja tartly. I'll see you in a few hours. Daja grinned. She had expected no other response from Rose Thorn. In a few hours, she promised. It's so yeah. Cute. That was that was good. Yeah. Lark Rose Thorn are like her parents, Mama Lark and Papa Rose Thorn. Yeah. <laughs> Very fitting. My last one is when they get to the ship, Frostpine has already been teasing Daja about her riding the horses. And he's like, You need to work on your riding. And then they get on the ship and Daja tells him, I'd have thought you'd sell better, she whispered. I don't. I need faults to accent my excellence. Otherwise, we go, I would be too wonderful to live with. <laughs> that was hilarious. That That is also one of mine. And I feel that on such a deep personal level. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky girl to have a so modest a teacher. All right, Indy. Or did you already go over them all? Brittany went over two of them. Because it's not that I liked it. It was kind of one of those, it's realistic. 
to have something that happened like all of your family dying but you still have a dreams about them yeah and you still kind of wake up expecting them to be there no matter how long it's been so it's very realistic and it's heartbreaking at the same time one of the other things that I really liked is we have more world building in this one I feel specifically the bowl is filled with hot chocolate a rare and expensive drink served only on important occasions more world building just makes me happy the hot chocolate also keeps us grounded in our timeline right because this is a time when hot chocolate wasn't common in a lot of places on earth yeah i definitely do like the teasing between frostpine and daja though i love seeing their interactions in general anytime frostpine opens his mouth it's usually really funny or really serious so it's like a nugget of wisdom or a comedy it can be both i think he has this way of he tries to be lighthearted most of the time and because he is so lighthearted when he is serious you know it's really serious i want to be more like frostpine (laughs) they have a really interesting teacher student dynamic it's not just that strictly I'm above you and like you have to listen to what I tell you. It's give and take and it's more, they're more like friends. He treats her more like an equal. One of my favorite parts is, well, the whole interaction between Triss and the guard. I really like that she says, okay, we were mages yesterday, but tonight I shouldn't be here. So you got to pick one or the other. Either I'm a mage now or last night you shouldn't have let me be here. Which is it? So I like how she stands up for herself that way. But I also like, she's really funny. So I love, if that's a storm, I'm Duke Vidris. And I love even more when the guard is like, can you get your dog to shut up? And she's like, no. No. Yeah, not important to what's going on right now. So it's almost like Tris is at her funniest or her snarkiest when she doesn't have time for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also like the whole bit with Daja not liking horses and then immediately after Frostpine not liking boats. Um, (laughs) And then I also really like the chain. I was recently watching the Rise of the Ottoman Empire thing on Netflix. Hmm. And they talked about the place that they were doing this siege had a harbor chain. And there was this little inlet that if you got your boats in there, it would make it really easy to like fire on the wall. But they had this giant ass iron chain that a boat couldn't just plow through. When I watched that, the very first thing I thought of was the chain from Triss's book. And I was like, hey, that was a real thing. But Tamara Pierce did that kind of research to be able to put that in her book. I'm kind of guessing she must have known about this or done research about it and found out that this thing existed and was like, hey. That sort of city coastal defense stuff is Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because in the story of the Ottomans, they don't get past the chain. They, like, cut down the forest at night and take the boats over land to go around it. It is such a deceptively simple yet effective thing this is why when you're writing or coming up with anything you do 
your research. Research is important. That was something I always thought was neat is that it was included and that was actually a not well-known defense system that there's a couple of other places that had that and it's just because I actually knew about that so like I thought it was really neat I thought that was just some magic thing that she came up with but that is really interesting I I never knew that I was gonna say I think my first experience with that was Avatar the last airbender the fire (laughs) nation also has like a big chain net thing People keep posting Avatar and like drawings of characters. And I'm like, how has no one drawn the best character in this show, which is Appa? Like, right? I'm, I'm, all of the fan art for Appa. I'm going to have to disagree with you. The best character is Momo, hands down. Uh, yes. <laughs> I was about to say that. There is one <laughs> character I like more, and that is Momo. All the characters in it are just so great. They're amazing. I love them yeah. all. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Part two is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find? The theme I found was bravery. After Lark and Frostpine tell Daja everything that is at risk of her going, she still goes ahead and goes, even though she knows that it's a big risk. I basically saw the same theme, though I was thinking 
also with Kaja on the horse, which I know is a small sort of bravery and frostbite in the boat, but like they're willing to to face these things that unnerve them. And then also with Rose Thorn, because she turns to Daja and she's like, ah, oh, there's no reason to get all teary-eyed. We're gonna see each other in a couple of hours. I don't know, the way she says it, to me, it kind of comes across as she is worried and she's trying to cover that up and put on a brave face. That's also kind of what I got. <laughs> Same here. The other example that I found was just between Triss and the guards. Molly kind of already touched on that, but just, you know, try to convince you to be like, hey, something's not right here. Pay attention to me. Look, I'm, I'm telling you it's not right. And uh, she stuck with it and got someone important to pay attention to her and give them some warning. And if it weren't for her, I feel like they wouldn't have, like, Frostpine note, and they would have been able to go fix all the chains before the pirates came. So thanks to Triss and the guards listening to Triss. Even with that warning, they barely squeaked in there. If they hadn't have had that, it would have been way worse. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want to add anything to that, Indy? It, It is exactly that. There are small acts of bravery, and there are also the big acts of bravery. I mean, y'all kind of just hit all of it. <laughs> Write in and tell us what bravery means to you. Contact us on Facebook or Tumblr, or email us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Yeah. Part three is Reading Like a Mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. So what magic did you find in this chapter? It really kind of just goes hand in hand with the whole bravery thing. Just believing in yourself. Even though you're afraid to do something, if you can help other people, you should definitely go for it. And I feel like that's something that I need to do more often, I guess. Just kind of believe in my abilities and put that out in the community and try to help people in any way that I can. Mine was basically the same thing, but I want to add also the willingness to do something even when you know there are risks involved. I am really struck here by the relationship between Frostpine and Daja. I really like that he tells her this is dangerous. He doesn't mince on that. He lets her know just how dangerous it's going to be, why it's going to be dangerous. He tells her what protections they will have and says, I will be there. I will protect you. But if you don't want to go, that's okay. And she's 10. So I really like that he treats her like an adult in the way that he is honest with her about the whole situation and lets her make the decision for herself. And I like that... He is also direct with her about if this is too scary for you, that doesn't make you weak, basically. Because she's 10. Like, that would terrify me. He's good at taking that into account, but he's also real with her. And I think a lot of the time we fail to be real with our kids and we kind of hide things from them because we're, like, protecting them. But for kids, sometimes that's frustrating And other times it actually makes them more scared because they don't know. I also like the fact that when he is 
in the boat and it's clear that he's uncomfortable, he's honest about that too, because there is a power dynamic between a student and a teacher. And for some teachers, it's very important to make sure that power dynamic is always maintained. But personally, I feel you get a better relationship with your students when you are able to admit to having weaknesses because it makes you a more real person. He's not like, no, I'm fine, blah, 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 blah. And he doesn't like try to act macho or anything. He's just like, yes, of course I don't do well in boats. I have to have some flaws and (laughs) just kind of like uses humor, but doesn't deny her the joy of this is kind of hilarious. I want to have that kind of a relationship with my students. And those are two of the things that I see in being a way to build that kind of a relationship is being able to make a fool of myself. Like I will sometimes speak in Spanish to my kids because I'm like, I really have to get this point across. And I don't think that you're going to be able to understand it in English. But even when I speak in Spanish, my kids with stronger language proficiency will usually end up translating for me anyway. So they'll translate Spanish to Spanish because my Spanish isn't very good. And and they'll be like, what she means is this. And I'll be like, yeah, what, what they said. But I realized at some point, if I have the ability to make a fool of myself in another language, then it makes my classroom a safe space for other people to do that as well. So for other people to make mistakes. Making mistakes is actually a way of being a role model. I was going to say that that's how you learn by making mistakes. That's literally it. Like that's how you get corrected and and you shouldn't be afraid to make mistakes in a classroom because that's how you learn. Yeah. And I think when teachers show that they also make mistakes, it's easier for kids to not be afraid of making mistakes. And I think those two things go hand in hand. Being honest with her about the pirates, it comes from the same place as being honest with her about his own flaws and his own fears. He's just being a real person. And that's why they have such a good relationship. Yeah, I really yeah. love those two together. I would love to have Frostbind's teacher. Yes. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be fun for sure. So I'm going to use direct quotes for mine because I think they are both summed up really well. I'm taking them out of context to make this point, but the first one is when Frostpine's talking to Daja and he says, think about this for a minute, girl. I'll die before I'll let anything happen to you, but if you're afraid, I want to know it now. It goes to that honesty and transparency between an adult and a child in a situation where they are probably terrified but your transparency of hey look it's okay to be scared but I need to know that we can do something to help so I think transparency with each other and especially kids because it's hard for some people to remember what it was like when they were kids and how some things that Now we think, oh, it's just a part of life, but experiencing something for the first time, like, you know, someone dying that they were close to, that is a very scary situation. And 
when you get older, you realize that it was just a part of life, but the first time it happens, it's terrifying or something like that. It doesn't have to be that life-changing, but the transparency of, I need you to talk to me. I need you to tell me what's going on. And I know that sometimes that's hard for me is to be that transparent with someone about what I am scared of. Because I know that sometimes I don't want to admit that I'm scared. That's the big one that I had. But the other one, uh, again, direct quote is, listen to me, Frostpine said quietly. Are you listening? Yes, Dodger replied. I'm just not looking. And with that one, it's sometimes it looks like people aren't paying attention, but they see more than you think they do. And I'm bringing this back to kids because it is very, very prevalent with children is they see and hear more than we think they do. Mm-hmm. It's good to have a very strong front to protect them or really anybody that you care about it's good to have that strong front but sometimes you can see the weakness in other people's strength if that makes sense so both are very much pertaining to children and I don't really deal with children all that often But I think those are both good in reference to children. Transparency is a huge thing. There's a lot of trust in that. There's a lot of faith in that. And it does create a stronger bond. And it makes it easier for a child to come and talk to you about things. And paying attention to what you're saying and what you're doing. Because someone else is doing that as well. They're paying attention to you. They're looking at you. They're listening to you. Even if it doesn't look like it. I kind of want to add on to the line, I'm listening, I'm just not looking. That really hits as an ESL teacher. Because one of the first things that you hear as an ESL teacher is often in United States culture, when you're listening to somebody, you look at them. Which is why teachers when they're talking to kids and like chastising them and say, look at me when I'm talking to you. But that's not true for all cultures. And so a lot of ESL trainings you go to, they will remind you, you may have students who come from a culture where looking at the floor is their way of showing respect. And you need to respect them by like knowing that and not chastising them for not looking at you because they are showing respect Mm -hmm. um and I've had some kids who have come from cultures like that and even me it's hard for me to remember sometimes that I'm like oh wait a minute this is their way of showing that they are listening to me additionally I had a student who was selective mute which is a form of social anxiety and it's in certain social situations, you don't talk. And from what I've read about it and what I understand about it, it's not like a choice. It's like the anxiety is so high. They don't have the ability to speak. It freaks them out that much. 
And I had this student who was a selective mute. And one of the ways that I was able to converse with him sometimes was if I sat down next to him, I could quietly ask him a question and then I looked away. And so it was easier for him to speak to me when I was not looking directly at him. Yeah, I think I think that second one is possibly one of my favorite, not necessarily favorite lines, but kind of one of those favorite things about it. The understanding, okay, you're listening. You don't have to look at me for this. Because that's what he says. You don't have to look at me. And then continues on. But it just, I, I love that. Is it excerpt time? I think so. This is an excerpt from Triss's book, Chapter 7. I'm so excited because Goodwin and Brittany also don't really know what to expect. (laughs) She's a trooper, this end, the guard told them. Acted her part, good as a grown woman. Take care of her. Sandry beamed up at him. We will. As they bore Daja inside, Lark called over her shoulder. Briar, get these soldiers a bucket of water. He raced to obey now that Rosethorn was calmer and the ground still. Rosethorn went to the other lump. Frostpine too? The sergeant nodded, wiping her forehead with a weary arm. We would have taken him home first. He insisted we come here and and leave the girl with you, even if it was the longer ride from the harbor. You may as well leave him too. He doesn't sleep in the fire dormitory. He just has a dismal loft over his forge. Rosethorn informed them. We can look after him as well as Daja. Bring him inside. Looking back, she saw that Triss was still there. Tell Lark, we'll put Frostpine in my bed for now. Triss obeyed. Lark had just finished putting Daja in her room, in her own room on the ground floor instead of trying to take her upstairs. She nodded when Triss said what Rosethorn had planned and opened the door to the other woman's room. Triss peered inside, curious. There were plants by the rear window. The only other window looked into Rosethorn's own shop and was shrouded by open shelves laden with clay dishes. There was a small altar in the corner, a clothes chest, a desk, and a bed. It was all plainer even than Triss's room. Did Rosethorn care about anything but plants, she wondered? But she knew that was wrong. Rosethorn cared about briar and lark and birds. Maybe she was even beginning to care about Sandry, Daja, and Triss herself. If she thought about it, Rosethorn hadn't really barked at any of them, not painfully as she had when the children had first come to discipline since the earthquake. You see, Lark murmured, no bloody hooks in the ceiling, not even a skull anywhere. Triss blushed. She had been wondering something like that. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like listening, tell your friends about us. If you don't like listening, tell your enemies. Please tell us what you think of the Circle of Magic by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com or join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. You can find more of Reading Circle Temple at readingcircletemple.com or find Reading Circle Temple on Tumblr. And thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their artwork on Tumblr at Yellow is for Happy Draws or on Instagram at Shannon and Draws. Also, thanks to Britain's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic. And thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee <laughs> next week.
we just finished part one? Yes. <laughs> we <laughs> sure did. In that yeah. case. Part and we ended it on a, on a really, you know, really good segue up to this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn it, I missed the segue. There it goes. Wait, it's slow, I can catch it. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.